inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. And I just got one question for you, listeners. Where are you going? That's what we're going to talk about today. You would never get into a vehicle on a long journey without some type of directional device. Matter of fact, I'm going to suggest that you would never get in a vehicle for a short journey without at least knowing your destination. Whether you're going for lunch, whether you're going to get a soda at the store, whether you're going to get an ice cream, uh, whether you're going to the pool, whether you're going to the park, whether you're going hiking, right? You know where you're going. And yet, can I suggest that most people are going through life and they don't know where they're going? What? They just get up each day, do what they do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again and again. Why do most people go home at night at the end of work? Because that's where they get their mail. Because that's where they eat. Because that's where they sleep. And ladies and gentlemen, there's so many times that you see this question by the pollsters. Right track Wrong track, right? You know what I'm talking about? They want to know, do you believe that this country is on the right track or the wrong track? And let's be honest. Man, wrong. Yeah, there is absolutely nothing in America today that is better than Donald Trump's last day in office. I mean, gas is twice as much. The first thing uh, Biden did is cancel all drilling, cancel the Keystone. I mean, he's caused all this to happen. I don't want to get political. It just stirs me up because we're going in the wrong direction. I think 70% of America is saying America is not going in the right direction. It's not getting better. It's deepening. Yeah, let's bring it personal, though. It's easy to talk about our country screwed up. It's easy to talk about elections have consequences. Easy to talk about we got a guy in the White House that shouldn't be in the pancake house. Let's be honest. But what about you? What about me? Do we know where we're going? Are we on the right track, wrong track? Do we know the basic laws of supply and demand? You know? If you just shut down all of our oil wells and Russia's the number one exporter of, 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 of natural gas, they're the number uh, three, I think, producer or exporter of oil. And if we shut off our supply and then we rely on them, I mean, come on, it's basic common sense. It's like today we don't teach basic things like the law of causality, like the chain of causation. Like the conditional statement of if then, right? There's a lot of those conditional statements, law of causation. I had a guy in class, you're going to hear from some people in class this weekend that were, I mean, today that were successful over the weekend. But there's one guy you won't hear about because he had a pity party for himself. 22 year old man, a dad paid $2,000 for. Yeah, he bought the world's smallest fiddle uh, and we gave him some cheese with that wine. Because poor me, he's the typical uh, liberal woke person. He's a victim. Mommy didn't treat him right. Daddy didn't treat him right. He only has one Xbox. 
Uh, he lives in his mom's garage, her mom's basement. Where, I mean, it's just silly. And he carried on like a little seven-year-old kid in class. Oh, we we all adjusted for him. Yeah, we all adjusted for him. He he didn't care about anybody else's feelings. He didn't care about his dad. He didn't care about the class. All he cared about himself. And the problem is we're creating lots of people like that. I see it over and over. I go deep with people. I squeeze people hard so they can't fake it. They can't pretend. And I'm telling you right now, we have an existential crisis in this country. We have a pandemic. Yeah, I'm not talking about the pandemic. That was our plan. That's coming to its end. But there's a pandemic of fear. The only reason Joe Biden's in the White House right now because his running mate was fear. Coronavirus was his running mate. You need a lot of fear to, to teach people to hate Donald Trump and to vote for this octogenarian guy who's not even present. And so I want you to know, but this shows up in our personal lives too. We, we make choices that don't serve us well. Because just like in life, there's a difference between leadership and management. Whether you like Donald Trump or not, he was a leader. At the best, or should I say at the worst, Joe Biden's a manager. At the worst or at the best, either one. But that's the, the that's the best we can hope for. And I want you to know there are differences. This is my forte. This is what I teach. Uh, you know, managers and leaders both play an important role in the success of an organization. Effectiveness not only depends on how much energy we expend, but also on whether or not the energy we put forth is in the right direction. And with all the changes taking place, our families, our communities, our companies in this country, what we need is leadership first and management second. And it was, it was uh, what is it, Franklin Covey, Dr. Covey, one of my favorite quotes by him. He said, efficient management without effective leadership is like straightening deck chairs on a Titanic. No management success can compensate for failure in leadership. And government's never been efficient in management. And now the government's our God. The government gives us food, gives us money. The government tells us when we can go out, when we can't go out. The government tells us what our kids will be injected with and what our kids, I mean, what country do we live in? Are we in China? Are we in Russia? And what's happening is we're not leading ourselves. We're not leading our families. We're not leading like we used to lead. We're not teaching our kids about consequences. We're not teaching our kids about the law of causation, the chain of causation, the law of causality. Even our God, a great God, we got a good, good father, Jehovah, you know Yahweh, Adonai, El Shaddai. Even with him, he never removes our consequences. I shouldn't say never, but usually he doesn't. Why? Because he's a good daddy. And a good daddy knows that his children will never learn to make different choices if he removes the consequences from the poor choices they use. See, it comes down to leadership and management. And if you don't know the difference, you're listening to the right man because that's my forte. See, managers are bottom line focus. How can I best accomplish certain things? But leaders deal with the top line. What are the things I desire to accomplish? Managers do things right. Leaders do the right things. Managers are efficient in climbing the ladder of success. Leaders determine if that ladder is leaning against the right wall. Managers keep the ship running, the engine oiled, and the ship in good repair. On that same ship, leaders steer the ship and decide where it's headed. They also decide the ship's size, characteristic, and potential. You've all heard this one, right? I think this is from Drucker or someone like that. Managers manage things. Leaders lead people. And remember Nietzsche? You know, Dr. Frankel references him a couple times. Dr. Nietzsche said, he who has a why 
can bear almost any how. And right there in, in Nietzsche's statement shows you the difference in management and leadership. See, managers set up procedure manuals, work schedules, improved technologies. They work on the how. But leaders, they work on the vision, direction, the underlying mission of the corporation, organization. They inspire, they motivate, they work on the why. In a jungle, managers are behind the producers. They're sharpening machetes. They're working on muscle enhancement programs. They're figuring out the best way to compensate machete wielders. However, in that same jungle, the leaders, they climb the tallest tree to make sure the team's going in the right direction. They survey the entire situation. And if need be, they yell out, wrong jungle. Wrong. You know, ladies and gentlemen, what good is it to be going a thousand miles an hour in that direction efficiently when you should be going in the opposite direction? And what's lacking is leadership. We got group sports. We got group think. We got mass formation. We got censorship by social media. We got state-run media that wants to make sure they program you to teach you that all things that Joe Biden does is good and all things that Republicans and the orange man do are bad. And ladies and gentlemen, you got to shake it off. You got to step up and shake it off because right now there's been a lot of crap being thrown on a lot of our backs. And that's what I do in the training. I give a little deliverance, deliver you from the crap and then help you create a brand new vision, a brand new future, a brand new mission and create some hope. So today we're going to bring in some hope because we're going to have some graduates whose life were changed by what they did in 40 hours in Mr. Black's Leadership Awakening. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Boris Badenov, world champion of Gudnik, at your service. He's just a little too curious to suit me, Bullwinkle. Curious? He's downright odd. If today were your last day on the planet, could you say you've been the person you were put here to be? As a business professional, you feel that you have the difference that it takes to make a difference? You're invited to reignite your passion at Like It Matters Leadership Awakening with Mr. Scott Black. 48 hours that will transform you. March 31st through April 2nd in Minneapolis. Everything you have ever read, believed, or thought about leadership will come alive in this two-and-a-half-day intense journey. Mr. Black will help you discover the best possible you and how to not only reach but go beyond your potential. If you're a leader or have a desire to lead, this course is a must for you. Class size is intentionally small, and it fills quickly. Go to likeitmatters.net and see what others have experienced. Click on Schedule to register. Mr. Black's Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, March 31st through April 2nd in Minneapolis. Log on to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule. likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about which way you're going. You know, there's a right way and there's a wrong way. There's a light way and there's a dark way. And there's a narrow way and there's a wide way. Wrong. One of the keys to life is to know our direction. Uh, and one of the keys to know our direction, where we're going, is first of all to know where we're started. You know, all true leaders ask themselves three questions. Where am I now? Where am I going? What will it take to get there? And how long? And when I was uh, younger, before we had a GPS in our car, I'd take my Garmin inside. I'd type in an address. 
And every once in a while, it would not give me directions. Why? Because the Garmin could not locate me. So the satellite could not locate where I was. And so if it could not tell me my position, it could not give me directions. And so, ladies and gentlemen, it's one thing to know where you're going. That's important. How are you going to get there? That's important. But unless you have the honesty with yourself to know where you're at, the starting point, then none of the other stuff matters. And that's what we do in our training. So let's go to the phone lines and let's open the phone lines to our graduating team members from 232. And let's welcome uh, Jeff to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing, Jeff? Doing great. How are you, Mr. Black? Hey, good. Thanks for bringing your cheering section with you, man. You know, a lot of people come by themselves, but you brought your cheering section. That's cool. <laughs> I love it. I love it. love it. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Jeff, I always like to start off, you know, you're a, you're a graduate of Team 232 this last weekend in Dallas, a great group of people. But I always like to start at the beginning because unless we know what our starting point is, it doesn't matter where we're going. How, how did you find out about Like It Matters? Uh, How did you wind up outside my door on Thursday? Last uh, September, so I was listening to another uh, uh, radio show via my phone, um, and it happened to be on the same radio station that your program's on. The other program ended, uh, and I was just working away and kind of half listening or whatever, but uh, it wasn't 10, 15 minutes into the program. I just just uh, felt the calling and, and God basically said, you're going to that. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I had no idea what it was. I didn't know anything about you. I'd never heard you before. Um, but I just knew that, that uh, I was going to that. So That's John. <laughs> He's like, what is that? What is that? That's John. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, uh, after the after the first day, I tried to remember that I tried to remember your name or the show's name, and didn't had to listen again, um, just to uh, to find out what it was. I'm a I'm a guy that normally does a lot of research, a lot of planning on on uh, about anything I get into. But I I uh, I once I once I listened again and found out what it was and and uh, logged onto your website. Um, I, I think I read maybe a quarter of the first page, went right to the comment section, sent an email that I was interested in the class, uh, still didn't know when it was, where it was, how much it was, anything about it, but I already knew that I was going. And, uh, and then purposely after that, didn't listen to you again until I was on my way to the class last Thursday. And that, that took a couple months to get there because scheduling issues and other stuff. But there was a lot of opportunities not to go, but you knew God wanted you to go, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there was three or four months there that we tried to work out a schedule and it wasn't going to work. Yep. And uh, yep. just shortly before Christmas, uh, um, I almost tried to talk myself out of it. And then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, then when I found out uh, the, the class that you had coming up in March was was going to be uh, chock full of a bunch of guys in, that are brand new to an industry that I've already been in for 30 years, uh, that was another sign to me like, yeah, you're on the right track here, so follow through and do it. Yeah, that's so cool. You know, you're in the PDR. What does PDR stand for again? Paintless Net Repair. 
paintless duh because that's what I go yeah so one of my clients uh, I've been working with 22 years they send all their people to my training when they start the training and you happen to be in the same industry for 31 years and uh, yeah it's uh, God is just an incredible incredible way to do things so so here you go you signed up for this class like you said you knew nothing about it you did no research uh, you heard me on the radio you heard God say you're going to that and so there you go you show up you pay your two thousand dollars be honest with me jeff five minutes into it what are you thinking what's going through your head um wow you know i've I've been to i've been to a lot of different uh sales classes and management classes and training courses and stuff i mean i'm I'm on the back nine here. I'm, I'm pushing 60 years old. I've, uh, I've built, you know, a bunch of businesses from the ground up. And so my motivation wasn't really to, to go into this necessarily from a business leadership point of view. I just knew that I was supposed to go to this for whatever the next chapter is. And so five minutes into this, I'm thinking, you know, you sure you made the right choice here? You know, it's just, it's just, it's, <laughs> that's a, it's, that's exactly what I thought, like Jeff. Anything, I go, wasn't like anything yeah. I'd ever seen before. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking of your shoes. I walk in people's shoes. I'm thinking I should have done my research. I should have went beyond that first quarter page. You know, that's that's probably what my thinking was being if I was you. But uh, let me ask you because it is unique. You know, one thing I, I work to do. I get you work work to be non didactic. You know, one thing I learned a long time ago is in most people's he- heads it's hell. Uh, you know, as Dr. Victor Frankel said, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space, and in that space is our power. It's our freedom. But God tells us to hold our thoughts captive. God tells us to focus only on those things that are good and pure. God tells us to guard our heart for all the issues of life come from that. So, and this is why, because boy, the devil or our flesh of the world can really turn something into something it's not. And so as different as my training is, as unique as it is, I work to get you out of your head. Looking back, Jeff, does the class make sense? Every minute the 48 hours that you spend in that class um and and even here you know whatever how the, the hindsight that i've had at this point a week or so um you start to realize that every minute of that class is designed to where you're learning something not just on a conscious level you're not just sitting there watching a video you're not sitting there listening to a speaker there's there's all of your senses um, are active at the same time. So you're learning at a level you don't even realize you're learning at, um, you know, at the time. Yeah. It's I call it cellular level. Uh, and again, until you go through it, you, you don't understand. You know, I've heard people tell me, I've been teaching for 30 years. People tell me uh, learning from me is like getting a drink out of a fire hose. Uh, I got it all coming at you. And, and that is intentional, Jeff. Well, you know, I, I teach a lot on the brain. You know, I study the brain. Uh, not mine. I got to keep it in my head. But uh, the other ones that I can pull out, uh, you know, I study it. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we have a sensory brace brain, uh, sensory base brain. Uh, we store data by the five senses. We learn by things that we see, hear, and do. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with the conscious brain and the unconscious brain. And so what I require is one percent full uh, focus, heart, body, and soul. That's what I call it. Uh, and uh, uh, I do it at the cellular level. It's inside out training. And the way I justify that is 
That's what true leadership training is. You know, a lot of training that people go to out there that's called leadership training is only management training. I'm not saying it's bad. It's technique. You know, do A, B, C, and D, and then E will take place. But I do it to the point where if you think about the right side of the brain and the left side of the brain, your left side of your brain is your storage or what you think of when you think of a brain is verbal, logical, analytical. And the right side of the brain is those those qualities that make us human beings, you know, creativity, consciousness, emotion. And so what I do, if you think about a double sink in your kitchen, you know, we have the center area that's a little bit lower. I put it over to the left side of the brain, I plug it up, and I pull the spigot on full blast. And I overflow the left side of the brain. I make it, I mean, I overwhelm you. You know that. It's almost shock and awe. Uh, I get you to where you, you can't be inside your head because you're going to miss everything that's going on. And so once that left side of the brain is overflowed, it then flows in the right side of the brain. And now we can think outside the box. Now we can be uncomfortable. Now we can say, I've never done it that way before, but that's good. That's why I'm here. Why would I pay $2,000 in two and a half days to do things I've always done? That'd be crazy. So we're going to do something different for the next two days. And and what do you think uh, in a nutshell? And this could change. Um, right now, t- you know, a week removed and you spent 48 hours with me. What do you think is the greatest takeaway so far, the greatest benefit you gained from that class? Um, I obviously had some time to think about this. I think the, the the biggest benefit that that uh, that I got out of it at this point in the game is I was allowed um, I was allowed to let the strength in me rise up. It was always there, but but there, there's certain times in business or in your personal life, relationships, etc. Um, you you kind of keep it bottled up, and that that course. It uncorked it, man. I mean, it, it, it allowed that to come up to the surface and uh, it, where I was holding back before. And and that's everything because, like I said, you're you're approaching sixty. You've been successful. Uh, you're at a point right now where I heard because I got to know you. We get to know each other pretty well in class. Where you say, "Okay, God, what's what's next? What's the next thing?" And I and I think leadership waking helped you kind of move in that direction. Start seeing at least in the zip code, correct in that regard? Yeah, I mean, you know, looking back, you know, twenties, thirties, forties, I had that drive. I had that drive every day. And, uh, you know, and, and, I, and I built what I've built and, I, and I've made a comfortable life and uh, I was coasting, but I knew that, you know, I'm not done yet. You know, I mean, if, if uh, you're still breathing, God ain't done with you yet. And so, you know, I kind of look at this as, you know, being in the automotive industry, it's really easy for me to relate it as a restoration. You know, I've gone in and, and uh, got a restoration ready, ready for the next round. Amen. Well, we're getting ready to go heartbreak, uh, Jeff. Please stay with us. Uh, I am black today. We're talking about which way you're going. And we got special guests joining us from last weekend's Leadership Awakening. We'll be back in three minutes. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy. 
because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today, we're talking about which way you're going. Because we're going somewhere. And the base driver in life is something called neuroassociative conditioning. Uh, and these are the two base drivers in life. And what they mean is they mean that you're either moving towards something or you're moving away from something. Uh, technically, you're moving towards pleasure, something good, something you desire, something you want, or you're moving away from pain, something you're afraid of, something you don't desire. Uh, and really, I don't believe that either one of those two motivators is better than the other. I, I think I'm motivated by moving away from things. But what is important is to know how you're being motivated. Uh, and also, do you understand basic laws? And one thing that uh, I learn as I deal with people at deep level, we're not teaching basic laws anymore. Things that I was grown up, raised with, I was brought up with certain concepts, certain philosophies, certain understandings, certain ideas. We don't seem to be teaching them. And today we're joined by a guest, a, a recent graduate from Team 232. And uh, we got a gentleman, Jeff, who's about my age and uh, uh, a professional in business, in the PDR business. Uh, uh, paint-free dent repair, a uh, man who listened to my radio show for before he came to the uh, show. So I thought we'd talk about that aspect of it. So again, Jeff, thank you so much for joining us. I know you're a busy man. It's my pleasure. Thank you. So you were in a class with 15 others. So there were 16 people. A lot of them were young. It was a very young class, which is not normal. So as a leader of people, as a business owner, I mean, what was the team dynamic like for you? What did you experience in that regard to the people? Oh, you know, after you know, I've been around the block a few times, and, and uh, um, seeing the 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 youth, you know, in in the beginning of the class, yeah. um, I, I know that there's there's going to be a lot of will follow blindly or or just enthusiasm or or uh, um, just just youth in general is going to going to bring them along. And for me, you know, being in in. Uh, uh, different training programs and stuff before I, I kind of saw that dynamic. I saw some of them that were going to jump in right away. And then others that were going to need a little more of a pushing or a pulling. And, uh, and so it was interesting to, to, to see that dynamic in the class with, with the different experience levels and age levels. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And how did that team come together? I mean, you spent 48 hours with these gentlemen. There's one woman, uh, which is rare. Again, normally we have a pretty even mix. But so how do you feel about those people based on those 48 hours? And how close did you guys get? Jeez. I got some new friends. I guess I guess some people that uh, I'll definitely definitely keep in touch with you know for a long time to come. And who knows, you know what what God's going to do with the relationships that that uh, that we made, you know that we that we uh, formed in that class. Um, you know, there's there's some more than others that you connect with, like you do in any other group. Um, and you know, there's there's several several of those guys that uh, that uh, I definitely feel a bond with now. 
Yeah, and it's so cool because this is where that equality and equity thing comes in. You know, we gave everybody the same opportunity. You know, we had different skin colors, different religious beliefs, different age groups, different socioeconomic backgrounds. All that is different. But one thing I gave is every single person the same opportunity. Now, just like in life, some people did more with it than others did. Some people chose to overcome more than others did. Some people chose to hold back. Uh, and feel sorry for themselves more than others did. And I think that's what's awesome because you had alluded to something in the uh, at the end of class. You said, well, something about those people that committed and those people that, that did enough to get through it. And you see that. So in that regard, team dynamics as a leader, people, uh, did you pick up anything? Was it, did it reinforce anything? Any, any messages that you got from that? Um, yeah, a couple things. I mean, there, there's there's a few that you know right away when they first start talking that uh, you know they they've already got some of that. Um, what surprised me by the end of it was some of them you didn't see that coming. You know, by by those final yeah. speeches, um, you you saw you saw some emboldened people. You saw some leaders yeah. that uh, you know. That, it, it was under that surface, and man, it came out. It came out by the end of class, and, and uh, I mean, you know, just guys locked up at the beginning that couldn't spit three words out. You know, by yeah. the end, you couldn't shut them up and, and just taking charge. You know, it was it was, it was incredible. Yeah, you know, it's cool. I think of someone like uh, uh, Mr. Mesa and I think of Mr. Uh, Flores, uh, both Mr. Flores, as you know, our Mario Luigi guy, <laughs> and then the uh, yeah. uh, the Mr. other one, Dave. Fernando. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Day's going to be joining me later after you're done. Mr. Jo- Day's going to join us. And, you know, you look at Fernando, you look at uh, Mr. Mesa, uh, the guy changed. The guy was slumped over, had empty, and then he comes to life. And, you know, what I love about my training is there's real training. It's complete. You know, I deal with the three aspects of the human being. I deal with the body. You know, I teach people this is our tabernacle, the Bible says, our tent. Uh, it has certain rules, just like your car has certain rules. If you, you you got to feed it. You got to water it. You got to rest it. Uh, you got to put the right stuff in it. And it releases chemicals based on thought. You know, I teach all that. And then the mind runs the body. And so the battle's in the mind. So we got to learn how the unconscious mind works because it runs the ship. And then I deal with the spiritual component as well. So you're a businessman. Like you said, you've been to lots of other training. What did you feel about me addressing all three components? Do you think it was too much? Did it fit in right? What's your take on that? A lot of it just takes time to process. I mean, you, you don't realize, you, you know, you use the fire hose analogy. Um, you know, you, you go into these things, um, you know, knowing that you're going to get another tool in your tool belt. You know, it's not going to, you know, not one program, not one class, not one life lesson is going to give you everything you need for the rest of your life, but it's another tool in your tool belt. And yep. this particular, this I, I don't even want to call it a class or a course because it's more than that. <laughs> but this particular experience, um, it's a power tool, man. I mean, it's 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 not just just something manual. It's it's a power tool. So you know, does that paint a picture? I mean, you know, you know, if we're talking tools here. This this is a yep. major power tool. So. 
Yeah, absolutely. I use the example, you know, if someone comes to my HVAC guy, comes to my house in a van, he has a van or a big truck because he has a lot of tools. Now, he might only use two or three tools and he has a hundred available. And see, that's who we are. One thing I like to I like to equate to, we have a toolbox. And what I do is I show you what the toolbox is. I didn't give you the toolbox. I didn't put those tools in there. What I do is I unpack God's toolbox that he's given every single human being and I show you how the tools work. Uh, uh, how they're applied. And then I create an experience where we can have almost a deliverance aspect, right? We clean up some of the things from the past. We set a vision for moving forward. If it, uh, if you stop and think about what it did, it's very masterful. But the key is I did it outside of the realm of consciousness. I didn't want you to be able to figure it out because part of life is not knowing. Part of life is having faith, and faith always requires a gap between what our flesh is telling us and what the good book is telling us. And so I, I want to know for you, you're, you're, you and I are about the same age, we're both close to 60. What have you noticed different about yourself? Have, have you noticed yourself doing some things different, treating people different? Have you noticed different things about yourself the last couple of days? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, my response time to the, the, the stimulus is slower because, you know, like you said, you say it all the time, you know, the, 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 your power is in between that stimulus and response. And, and you know, you say it, you know, a dozen times a day on your show, et cetera. But once you're in that and, and you go through this experience, that becomes crystal clear. And and so that that power manifests itself in different ways um, throughout your day. And you know, just a week into this, I'm realizing that I'm realizing that in my relationship with my wife, with yep. the way that I talked with my business partners or my staff, with mm-hmm. you know, I mean, everything, you know, everything. Well, because, like I said, and again, I always tell people, God doesn't tell us to do something. He doesn't call us unless he's going to equip us. And it, all throughout the Bible says to hold your uh, your, your your thoughts captive, to, to hold your tongue. Uh, and God would never tell us to do those things unless we could. And so that's why I teach you that God made us to where the mind is six times faster and we can talk. And I told you, but the only way you know what's go- what you're saying in your head before it comes out of your mouth is you got to be in this place called the now. And that's what we keep talking about between the stimulus and the response. And that's what Dr. Eric Byrne, who's the father of logotherapy, I'm sorry, transactional analysis, told us that the stimulus and the response, that's a transaction. And it was our Lord and Savior. You and I follow the same God, the God of the Bible, Jehovah, Yahweh, Yeshua. Uh, And he said seven things on the cross when he was being crucified by his creatures. First thing he said was, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. That's huge. And and what you were talking about is aware of being unaware. And that's the big thing that people get of our training. When you become aware of being unaware, everything changes. So, uh, curious, do you, uh, you know, people are listening. We're going to wrap this up. As people are listening out there, uh, one, should people go to the training? And two, who should go? Three, why should they go? What would you, what would you say to people with those questions? <laughs> The uh, I wasn't sent there by a company. You know, I I I, I chose to go myself, and you know, I, I was I was in a place where I, like I said, like I, I was coasting, and I was in search of of uh, what this new mission is going to look like, and I think there's a lot of people that already have one, and they're just you know they're they're they're, they're tossing around like out there. 
and uh, you you want to you want to gain that that focus that perspective and then how to use it no matter where you're at you know on, on this stage every single person in that class from the 18 year old to me um, all gained far more in that investment in themselves in 48 hours than most of the things that they're going to do that'll take them a decade. So, Amen. you know, if, Amen, if, if you want to, if you want to lead or you want to understand, you know, how to do it, get, get in that class, sign up now. Amen. All right, my friend, God bless you. And I look forward to what God has for us together. So appreciate you spending time with me. Have a great day. Absolutely. God bless you. All right. Bye-bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back after these messages. Amen. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today we're asking the question, which way you going? Because there are two different ways we can go, the right way or the wrong way. We can go the light way or the dark way. We can go the wide way or the narrow way. Uh, we can go forward and we can go backwards. Uh, we always keep it simple, soldier. Don't confuse yourself. And so today we're blessed because we're talking to people who know where they're going. They know who they are and they're going the right way because they just got a leadership awakening. So let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to phone line number three. And let's welcome Royal to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Royal? I'm good. How are you, Mr. Black? Good to be here. Uh, Thanks for inviting me. I'm uh, so appreciative, so appreciative, man. You're a blessed man. So honored to know you. So I always like to start off with, how did you get outside my hotel room in Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas on Thursday? What brought you to the outside of my door? Uh, well, there was a gentleman that went through your class um, last year. His name was Kyle, Mr. Garrison, and um, he... Uh, just uh, it said that it did change his life and it changed his outlook uh, both professionally and personally and he was just on fire and he's a colleague of my dad and uh, my dad had mentioned it to me and I was kind of skeptical at first and just not really kind of unsure as far as like n- not feeling like I would you know get anything out of it or I felt like I would belong in that setting um, and so uh, that's how I heard about it. I, I went online, did some research, and uh, I actually um, got a couple of voicemails, voicemails from you um, and didn't really respond to them until I called you the day before um, because uh, I just knew that uh, there was something there for me, and I, I knew that um, I should say yes and that I should just trust um, that uh, the people that went through it, um, that it was going to be something good. 
Yeah, we've been doing this for 30 years, Royal, and we have no sales team. So you know that nothing happens without a sale, and uh, it's all by referral only. It shows you the power of our training that every single person is referred by somebody else who says it's one of the best thing I've ever done. It changed my life. And so you went in there knowing there's probably something good. I told you that, but but it is pretty intense. It is intense. And so when it when it started, you know, five ten minutes into it, when it's intense, when it's not, you're you're as I like to say, your daddy's training uh what were you thinking what was going through your head early on well um i i had a feeling that it was going to be intense um i didn't know fully until i uh until the door opened and we were ushered in and it then hit me <laughs> and it was like, like a big wake-up call <laughs> yeah um and it, it, it's like uh it's like in the morning when you, you go to splash your, yourself with some <laughs> cold water and you just you feel it all over and it's it's yeah. a it's a wake-up call and i think uh you know I think for me walking into it, I, I, I really felt, you know, uh, like a dead man walking, just walking around and, and not really paying attention and, and, and letting kind of life pass by myself the last, you know, couple of years. And, and, you know, it's, it's, um, it, it really just sparked something. And, and I knew I, I was going to get on the ride and I was going to hold on. Yeah, and uh, wow, it's such a great, great uh, analogy the way you explain it because so true, it is a wake-up call. That's why, that's why it's called Leadership Awakening. And the cool thing is, you know, you're young. I mean, how old are you, Royal? I am 26 years old, sir. 26 years old, adopted, uh, right, from Russia, adopted, mom and dad adopted in a wonderful family, correct? Yes, I was adopted when I was two years old. Uh, my mom uh, had felt like they couldn't have kids, and uh, they were trying to figure out which way to go, and someone encouraged them to adopt. And then uh, they were watching VHS tapes of certain kids that you could adopt in Russia, and I was there, and God told my mom that's the one, and she went she went alone and grabbed me and brought me to America and gave me a lot of opportunity that uh, I couldn't have there. Amen. Yeah. And yet, life is still hard. I mean, you lost uh, your your father who adopted you. You lost him. I mean, you've still had a hard time. And here you are. You're good-looking. You're young. You have a family of influence and have money. And yet, you were struggling. When you went to my class, you had said you were kind of floating. You were lost, right? Where were you at when you walked in the door? Uh, to be honest, I'm really uh, depressed and down and, and just really selfish and kind of just retreated back into my own self and into my own thoughts and just a lot of fear. And it was, um, it's, it's exhausting because that's not how I was. And, and, um, and I was just lacking purpose, um, walking in and, uh, and I knew that, uh, there needed to be some change. I just didn't know where where that was where that was going to be, and it definitely for me, I wasn't looking to go to the church to find change. If I'm, if I'm <laughs> going to be honest, Amen. No, so. you're right, and most people aren't anymore. Unfortunately, you're right. Uh, you're right. No, that's awesome, and I understand why you said what you said. They don't, and we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, real quick, what's the biggest benefit? What's different about Royal today versus Royal last week? I think for me, I just. I'm able to look at life in a, in a different way and not look at all the, the, the bad out there, the hurdles out there, um, and look at them as opportunities. Um, you know, for me, walking in, I, I, I have this belief in, in, I think it's called nihilism. It's the belief in nothing, where mm. nothing matters. There's no right. There's no wrong. It's, it's a, it's a, it's, I had a real shift in my belief system a couple of years ago, and, and it kind of made me 
spiral out and and just kind of like things didn't matter and so walking into it i i had a, 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 a god started speaking to me and it was it had been a while since he'd spoken to me and it gave me a vision and it gave me um a reason to get out of bed in the morning it, um and be able to like face face those demons and face those difficult things and know that um that you know i'm not alone wow Dude, wow. I mean, you had my jaw dropped right there. Um, you had to believe in nothing. You used to believe in God, all that. Uh, and all of a sudden, it sways the way of Balaam. We get a little bit, start compromising a little bit, start seeing things the way the world wants to see it. And before we know it, we are the world. Uh, you know, not, and we're not going to break out in song, but we are the world in a fleshly way and a uh, God. I mean, it's the opposite to believe in the God of the universe, to go from that to believe in nothing. Uh, wow. And so where are you at now back in relation to God and what you used to believe? How are you doing in that regard? Um, you know, it's it's interesting because growing up, um, just the, the situation with being adopted and, and I, I don't have um, any uh, information or recollection to being adopted. I, I had no contact to my biological parents. I, I went back to Russia a couple of years ago to try to look out for that because I felt that was something missing. Um, and I knew uh, growing up that my that you know my mom had told me that I was that I'd been chosen and that that there was a reason for my adoption and that. Um, you know, that God had a, a plan for my life. And, you know, when, when I stopped believing in that and I stopped, I lost, I, I had lost my identity and it really, it really, um, it, it hurt me more than I realized because I started disappointing others. Um, and then I eventually just was disappointing myself. And at one point I just didn't care. And that's a, that's a hard thing to do. Um, you know, when you've, for me, I, I was driven in high school. I, I, I was, I was on a, a very narrow path and working hard and, you know, just getting up and having a, some sort of purpose with the work that I do. And, and I lost that. And so I realized that, you know, some things had to change. And, and in regards to just like, what am I putting into my, in, 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 what am I feeding myself? Um, and realizing that, that there's, it's not as um, a big of a unknown, um, you know, answer to the problem that there are practical ways that I can, you know, get out of my head and, and watch what I'm putting into my mind because, you know, garbage in, garbage out um, and uh, watching who I spend my time with. Um, am I doing things that are uh, proactive to where I want to be and, and not just thinking, well, it's just going to happen. You know, it, 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 it's, I'm just going to fly by the seat of my pants and I'm just going to let life happen um, the way it happens and, and, and just kind of resort to that, you know, static, um, you know, self. Wow. Wow. All that from a 40 hour class. I mean, you're listening to some moms and dads got to be listening to this radio show. And go, Oh my gosh, I've been spending 22 years attempting to teach my kids that. And in 48 hours, this guy got it. And boy, uh, Royal, uh, that just moved my heart because you hit it right on the nose. And man, I'm looking forward to what we're going to do together. I know God brought us together for more than just a two and a half day class. Uh, you're a good man. You got a good heart and I'm honored to be able to walk with you. So, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and man, and uh, God bless you, and I look forward to talking with you outside the radio, okay? Thank you so much, Mr. Black. I'm glad to be here. All right, buddy. All right, God bless you, my friend. Bye-bye. All right. 
You know, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, I couldn't say anything. Why do I ask people what they would tell people what they get out of it? You just heard it. Those of you who are parents out there, could you imagine your children learning that in 48 hours? We spend a lifetime teaching it to them. But this is what I do. Go to likeitmatters.net. This is real. This world's hurting. It's dark. A third of the people are struggling in this country that we know of. Uh, people are losing themselves. And when you lose yourself, when you lose your identity, man, you'll do anything. That's why you see what's going on in the news. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. Amen. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.